0: You always follow yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. Winning never looked better. Make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday. With the H&M Wear That Feeling Prediction Series, enter three pools and compete for your share of 15000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com hm to get on the action. H&M to make everyone look and feel good. DraftKings.com for details. Big fan of this guy, Tim Kirch ESPN does a great job covering MLB. He joins us now to talk about a uh, interesting start to the season. The Let's start with the Yankees, Tim. Their win total was 92.5. They're off to a great start, but what surprises me, and you saw it again yesterday with Cortez, the starting pitching and the pitching overall has been unbelievable so far for New York.
1: Yeah, it's been like the best starting pitching the Yankees have had in like 40 years and one of the greatest starting pitching seasons the Yankees have ever had. And I'm a little surprised because I think there was a concern about that. Garrett Cole has been mostly good, which is not a surprise, but I remember talking to Aaron Boone in spring training to see an eye in his office. And I went through his rotation Mm -hmm. and I got to the fifth starter. I waited till the fifth starter and I said, and Nestor Cortez, your fifth starter, right? And he went, he looked at me like, of course he is. He's going to make the all-star team this year. And I just didn't see that coming. I know he had a very nice year last year, kind of privately really good, but he has been great this year and yesterday sensational again. So it's so interesting to me that the Yankees were supposed to, as always, slug their way into the playoffs when Mm -hmm. this year they've been much more of a pitching staff than a, you know, a powerful hitting team So that's why you still got to like the Yankees, not just to make the playoffs, but maybe win the division with the way this pitching has gone.
2: Yep. How about out west? The Angels don't have the best record in baseball, but they are tied for the most wins right now at 20. They're a pleasure to watch. Obviously, they got the best player in the game on Otani. Did it again last night with two home runs, a grand slam, his first ever in his career, believe it or not. How high are you on the Angels, Tim?
1: Well, I'm a little surprised they've been this good. I didn't buy in completely in spring training because I needed to see how they were going to pitch. And Noah Syngard has been pretty darn good. Patrick Sandoval, with that great changeup, has been really good. But you put that lineup together and you add Taylor Ward to that lineup to go with the best player in baseball, Mike Trout, the most remarkable player of baseball, Shohei Otani, a healthy Anthony Rendon, and that's your... You know, two, three, four, or one, two, three, however you want to put them, that's a pretty dangerous offensive team. So I'm on board now with the Angels. I've seen the back end of their bullpen has been better than we thought. Again, the rotation better than we thought. And if they can keep that lineup healthy, they're going to score a ton of runs. So to me, they're a playoff team at the moment. And I just didn't see that, not like I see it now a month and a half ago.
0: How about the Twins and their, and their starting rotation, the season the start they're off to?
1: Yeah, again, I didn't see that coming to this level either. I knew Joe Ryan was good. I knew Sonny Gray would be an upgrade. I knew they would pitch pretty well, but I didn't see them pitching this well. And we all know that team can hit when it's healthy, and they've had trouble staying healthy now with Carlos Correa. Ryan uh, Byron Buxton's been in and out. Miguel is hurt, but that's another team that I did not have as a playoff team making the season, making the playoffs. And here, here we are six weeks in. I'm already saying, well, maybe I missed on the Twins also.
2: Let's follow the money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. The great Tim Kirchner, our guest uh, from ESPN, talking some Major League Baseball here. I want to throw like four teams at you off the slow starts. And uh, I'd like to tell you, you tell us Have you tell us which team you're not concerned about at all right now, basically a month into the season, if there is one on this list, Tim, I'll go Red Sox, Mariners, Phillies, White Sox.
1: Uh, well, I would have minor concerns about all four of those teams, but I have the least amount of concerns about the White Sox. The White Sox were the prohibitive favorites for me and virtually everyone else heading into the season, and I still think they'll find a way to win the division. However, The injuries that they've suffered so far, including to Eloy Jimenez, uh, those are staggering. Mm -hmm. And that can really set a team back. And they have not pitched very well. Last night being the perfect example of having a huge lead in the eighth inning and then into the ninth and losing a game to the Guardians. I just don't see that continuing. Tony LaRusso will figure out how to to handle that bullpen. That team is going to get healthier. They're going to hit. But boy, they are off to a, a really slow start. I expected to turn, but I did not expect to see this out of the gate by the White Sox.
2: Okay, then what what is your level of concern then for teams like the Phillies and the Red Sox right now?
1: Well, the Phillies have to get their bullpen straightened out again, again. and I think they will. And I think they're going to score enough runs to, to be a viable playoff contender. I, I'm not so sure about the Red Sox already. I picked them to win a wild card team, uh, uh, place. Uh, I thought their offense would be really, really good, and it's been anything but that. And then put that on top of, you know, questionable bullpen, you know, shaky starting pitching. Chris Sale's injured uh, already and going to get injured again moving forward. Um, I just don't like the way that team is playing. Nor is anybody else. They're going to have to play, you know, thirty games over five hundred. Mm the rest of the way, yeah. if they're going to win 90 games. And that's going to be really hard to do, especially when you're not swinging the bats like they are.
2: Good point. How about the Reds in the National League? Don't laugh now. They're hot. They've won three of four after taking down the Brewers yesterday. But have we already seen rock bottom with this team with that 3-22 and start?
1: Well, I certainly hope so, because they had the highest starters ERA through 25 games of any team in the history of baseball since earned runs became official in 1913. That's how bad their starting pitching was the first 25 games. Their run differential was the second worst of any team since 1900. That's how badly they got (laughs) beat those first 25 games. We had them opening night. I did their game against the Braves. And we all knew that it was going to be a struggle. I don't think anyone saw it being a struggle quite like this, where they can't get people out and they haven't hit yet either. And they've had a bunch of injuries. So they're obviously not as bad as three and 22, but it's going to, it's a, it's going to be a long road back for the Mm -hmm. red.
2: I really want to buy into Toronto. I have a future ticket on them to win the world series out here in Las Vegas. Uh, This is a, a me problem, Tim. I don't, fully trust Barrios, and he's off to kind of a slow start this year. Do you think that Gossman and Manoa is a good enough one-two punch at the top of that rotation?
1: Well, Gossman has been unbelievable. Been he awesome. finally walked somebody the other day. He Gossman, Gossman had 47 strikeouts before he walked anybody. I mean, that's just an unbelievable start to the season. So he he's a one, obviously. Um, Manoa has been great. They won, I believe it was, 11 consecutive starts made by him. I expect Barrios to get a whole lot better from here. Ryu's going to come back when he does. He's always good. Their starting pitching is plenty good. And you put that together with a dynamic, athletic, young offensive team that can score in bunches. And I expect the Blue Jays to be in the playoffs, maybe win the division, I think they're only going to get better from here.
0: In all your years covering the sport and everyone you talk to and in your opinion, what do you think, how many wins is a a good manager worth? And you're seeing what's going on with the Mets already with Showalter. But what do you think a good manager is worth?
1: Uh, Well, (laughs) that's a great question. We've been over this many times. I, I can't believe a manager is worth more than five wins per year, as far as look, he out the other team and they won this game because of him, maybe five times a year. However, when a manager comes in, sets the tone, sets the rules and everyone follows, which is exactly what has happened with Buck Walter and the Mets. You, you can gauge it way more than five wins. I was there early in spring training. I saw the looks on those guys' faces. I talked to a bunch of their players, not just about the team, but about the manager. And I'm a big believer when a manager comes in and he's got a track record and a record for winning like Buck Showalter has, everyone really pays attention. That combined with great starting pitching and great overall talent by the Mets is the reason that this is going to be a different season for them because the manager helped to change things right from the start.
2: Yep. I I totally believe in what you just said. Another one is Bob Melvin, by the way.
1: Yeah. Again, the Padres last year had the best record in baseball after 50 games. And not only did not make the playoffs, they finished under 500. That was (laughs) an almost unprecedented drop from one point of the season to the end of the season. And it certainly wasn't all Jace Tingler's uh, problem or fault, but I was told uh, several times there's someone who needs to come in and clean up some things around here. And that's what Bob Melvin has done, and that's why most people consider him certainly one of the five best managers in baseball. I had a long chat with him early in spring training about his team, and he's just not used to having all this money to deal with. Because he's been the A's manager, but he's done a spectacular job, and they're going to get better once Fernando Tatis comes back in, you know, June or July.
2: Mm-hmm. You can read Tim ESPN.com, watch him on TV at ESPN, and follow him on Twitter at Kirkchin under ESPN. Uh, you're the best. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Okay, guys. See you. Yep. Be Thank good. You. Yeah, I always loved his guest spots um, for many years, like on the Levitard show. He was great. And has been covering baseball since 1979. Yes.
0: Loved his answer on the managers.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Up next, uh, huge news for one of the biggest markets with legal sports betting. It dropped yesterday, and it just so happens to be a region of the country where you can watch this show. You are going to be very excited. Details on that coming up next.
0: Sports Betting Network. VEASAN Spring Specials here, only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Majors in the golf tournaments, playoffs, NBA, NHL. We'll hit the futures market and talk uh, team previews, conference previews, NFL, college football. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash spring. And if you want the full VEASAN experience, you get the daily best bet emails Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the live video stream whenever you want it, $59 through July 31st. Well, what would you think of the news yesterday? Oh, unbelievable news. Big, so excited.
2: Yeah, big news for those of you watching this show on Marquee in Chicago and that region. And I know a lot of people in Illinois have been asking, you know, Circus Sports, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, all the people who work here. Hey, when are you going to come to our state? Well, uh, I guess your dreams were finally fulfilled yesterday because they announced that Circa is, in fact, going to the state of Illinois. Now, here are the fine print, because I, I want to give you all the details. As it was written in the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Derek Stevens, founder CEO of Circa, and reps of a Full House Resorts yesterday announced plans for Circa to open a retail sports book at the planned American Place Resort in Waukegan, Illinois, and to offer online wagering through apps within the state of Illinois. Full House has permission from the state of Illinois to open a temporary casino at the American Place site, and Steven said a sportsbook would be located there at the appropriately named The Temporary by American Place. More details here. The temporary casino will include a dedicated wagering area with betting kiosks, physical ticket windows, and digital boards. With real-time odds, bettors will be able to watch games on 36 televisions ranging from 60-inch to 80-inch screens. It is scheduled to open in the fall, with the permanent casino opening within three years. After that, the temporary is being built on the American Place site and will be dismantled and turned into a parking facility when the permanent casino opens.
0: Some of the details, circa, coming to the Chicago area. Yep, great spot, great city. They love their sports, support their teams. What a what a the great news! And imagine if, imagine if this behind us is uh, is there too. Think about that. Something, something if if similar. this something is what, similar, yeah,
2: yeah. If this is what they can build and yeah. are allowed to build right <laughs> outside of Chicago,
0: are you kidding me? Yeah, this is the best sports nuts. book in the world. Yeah, not even close. You know what I mean? I have to have the in terms of size and the same thing. Right. What all has, the, with the overhang ball a bar and the and uh, the boost and everything. But so yeah. I mean, this is like five times the size of a movie theater. It is, yeah. And and by the way, this can
2: break down again from for those of you who don't yes, know. Yes, good point. They can break it down from like thirty screens at one time, and they can. I don't think they do this very often, but they can put they can make that thing all one one screen. That's it. Yep. To so have one game up on that screen,
0: it's the biggest screen in the world. Good job. They could just get some props and some in play now, and we'll be set. How do you power rate Chicago as a city? Oh, I used to go every summer. Uh... It is expensive. Oh, what's
2: not nowadays? And then
0: the you know the weather.
2: The are, you, are you, Paulie? Are you ready if, if, to shovel snow no, six months know, out of the year again? No, huh? no.
0: After the McKay, after the Randy McCabe video, you ready to move
2: to Illinois? No. Yeah. Derek, Derek can
0: build a studio there for Vsin. Yeah. Move to Chicago. I would just like I would like to live in the casino. Then I have my gym. I just I just have to walk out to let the dog do his business, and I'm set. That's an ideal world here. What do you think of this? Uh, but that that's it. Gets cold there. Oh, boy. I said yep. I would never do it again. When yep. I when I hit a snowstorm in May in Minnesota, I packed up and left, and Chica- I only went back for funerals. Chicago might be worth it. That might be one of the spots that would be
2: worth it. Yeah. Here, here. The food. Oh, oh it's amazing. Yeah. No, well, you're, you're, you're going to be 240 pounds again. <laughs> so point. careful with that. <laughs> I. What do you think of this? I power rate Chicago as a top three summer city in this country. Now that I'll agree. Summer with. city.
0: Yes, I'll agree with that. Yep. Okay. Now where are you with the deep dish pizza?
2: I could take it or leave it. But really? true people from the city will tell you that's not real Chicago style pizza. Really? Yeah.
0: What, so what's that, problem? that's that's
2: a misnomer. It's more of the uh, cracked crust okay. kind of thinner thing. Plus I have one I have one piece of thick crust pizza and I'm done. For the record, top three summer cities in this country in any order Chicago, Boston,
0: <laughs> Seattle. There you go. Here we come. They got the snow coming down. Power Good rating. Job, yeah, guys.
2: Yeah. Power Good power job. rating Tuesday here on the show. Yeah. Seattle, is, it's not underrated anymore, but a uh, great spot, too. And we happen to be on two of those three I just mentioned. What, what do, you, are, do you think it's like a 10 out of a 10, the d- deep dish pizza? I loved it. I, I'm, I like New York better, but it was... Uh... I want to be able to have eight, so, 10 pieces of pizza. It, it wasn't
0: just that, though. Going every summer and, and then going to Rush Street and and walking around, uh, the, the Italian beef, the euros. Sure. Uh, there used to be a place right next to Wrigley. I guess, you know, the Ricketts family's done an incredible job uh, turning that around at least changing it, uh, you know, but going to Murphy's and, and the Cubby Bear. But uh, the, the food around there, the, the food's unbelievable, no matter what you get. But the Italian beef, the Italian sausage, of course, everything you have, mm-hmm. the, the pizzas. Old style, is that the beer? The big be- old style? Is that what they go with? Schlitz. No, they do not. Old style. old style, it's old style. I
2: also think that's like more of an '80s, '90s kind of Schlitz. Thing. Oh, that's was like cheap, cheap Wisconsin. Style. Oh, what, old style was probably four bucks no, a case yeah, back then. I love it. Old Milwaukee yeah. bottles were three ninety nine a case for the recycled bottles when I was in high school. They would keep them outside in the wintertime. time. Just here you go, come up four bucks.
0: To me, there's nothing like Wrigley Field. When you turn that corner and you go from a, you're in a neighborhood. And you park, and you come around. It's like, oh, my God, there's there's the cathedral. There's the Mecca. Yeah, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I I always sit in the bleachers, left field. Always, you know, man of the people. Always hang with the the bleacher creatures, and uh, it was good fun. I think we should probably get
2: back there for a game this year at some point. What do you think? Pitch for that on the air? I think management probably loves that when we do that.
0: Harry carries, too. You, uh, I've been there. I've been uh, huh? Harry Carey's. Uh, huh? Jordan's, is Jordan's Steakhouse still there, too? That I don't know. Went to Jordan's Steakhouse a, a bunch of times. Yep.
2: yep. Uh, now, what did you think of the news yesterday that we got in the NHL? Unbelievable. The this breaking happened. news yep. again. Trots this,
0: canned. So, as soon as it happened, we, we get right off the air and it comes out. I'm thinking, oh, it's just going to be breaking news. Uh, it's going to be Joker being announced as the MVP. And then the, it, Barry Trots fired. Which is, you know, being from Vegas, you're like, hop on this immediately. I'm like, this has got to be an April Fool's. This is ridiculous. It can't be. Andy Glockner. I've been an Islanders fan for over 40 years. We had the fisherman fiasco with the stupid uniforms. A fake owner. That's a great 30 for 30. Kevin Connolly of Entourage did that. The guy said it was easier to buy an NHL team than a car. Uh, Mike Milbury's Reign of Terror. No playoff series wins for 23 seasons. No arena for a decade. The debacle in Brooklyn. They put a car in a corner. Mm-hmm. Other travesties. I've never been as angry as I am today. I don't blame you. You go back-to-back conference finals. You come and you are so bad defensively, you become the top team defensively in what he does. And you almost go to the cup not once but twice. Uh-huh. You have a winning record. They got beat one nothing to go to the cup. Right, game seven. You have a winning record. You had to start with a 13 game road trip, and you were ravaged by COVID. and you, you missed the playoffs. Correct. And they, you fire. And trots. that's the guy you want to get rid of. New voice is the reason.
2: Uh, I, I, I would, don't blame you. I would tell you this right now, and I know Colorado is absolutely stacked. Vegas had a zillion injuries. I, they need to kick DeBoer to the curb immediately and uh, signed, so
0: Others are saying the GM too, but he's coming yeah, to sure. Back, but that's but okay. also yeah. and sign Trots this afternoon. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And then the that's Golden enough, Knights right. next year would be right there with Colorado as one of the favorites to win the whole thing.
0: Major disappointment. Yeah, they were supposed to run away with this division. Huh? Can't even make the playoffs. I guess it wouldn't have mattered. They would have probably faced Colorado, and that would have been, you know, the end of that too. But I can't. Uh, I, mean, I, thought, I thought last year was embarrassing as well. It, it, uh, you, you can't. You can't lose in five games or whatever. Six, six games. Well, they've to had Montreal.
2: Some, they've had some serious embarrassments in the playoffs. Yeah. That wasn't the only one. But this is this is probably the same exact sentiment of what thousands upon thousands sure. of Islanders fans.
0: Felica's pissed off. Falikas an Islander fan? The well, bear. They,
2: nobody saw it's this stupid. coming.
0: Oh, it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. New
2: voice. It is, it is. What are you talking about? This guy's one of the best coaches in hockey. Yeah. It's wild to me, though, that once you miss the playoffs in the NHL, the co- coaches in that league, gone. How it happens so often. He
0: hasn't been there for 15 years. What they did, you can't say new voice. He also said, the, the guy who whacked him, the GM, said it didn't. It wasn't all about this past season. Which what, what Then I'm what getting? was it then? Yeah, you went to the conference finals. Yeah. Like Gallant out here, <laughs> when they dropped the ax on him? Came out of nowhere and people are just like, uh, what? Usually you see stuff like this in soccer, the Premier League. They don't mess around. Yeah. That's the ultimate what have you done for me lately in the Premier League. The other we have breaking news too. They've announced supposed to be yesterday. I mean, what do they do with this game? The middle game on Christmas is Broncos Rams. Okay. One thirty Pacific. NFL network. Right. Broncos Rams. So that in means- Los Angeles is your middle game on Christmas. There's a triple header. Do you make Rams, time. Bills in the favor to
2: be the opening night game? I do. Yes, I do. Because I don't think they're going to make that a divisional game with the Rams. They generally don't yeah. go division matchup there on the opening night. Yeah, I felt that way yesterday,
0: yeah. Bills, Rams on the Thursday night game, and then you get the we Bills feel, Well, that's what you want. At home. That's what you want. That. Well, I think okay, that's what yeah. they'll do. Yeah, That's a sexy matchup. Well, let's see
2: how the right. champs against maybe the highest power-rated team in football. Rams, Four?
0: Avello will probably have it up on the board already. Rams? Against against the Broncos, five? What is it? Yes.
2: Yeah, I think you. I think four probably. My high? Well, but again, I think people are going to be super high in the Broncos sure. this year. Yeah. You know what? I bet you. We'll look during the break. I, I bet, bet you they have a number up already on that. Yeah. We can
0: check that out. Good job. Uh, all good right. job, Johnny. Get that stock price up. Come on. One and a half. Uh, one and a half. Whoa. Oh, on that. See, yeah, there. People are, I think, a little too high in the
2: Broncos this year. One and a half, that's already up. Wow, okay. All right, so six big playoff games in the betting board tonight. Expected goals are lopsided between these two teams, but the series is still tied.
0: Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. What a night in the hockey! All four games tonight. series are tied at two. Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire playoffs. Place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. It's a betting hat trick. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at Betrivers.com. They have goal in the first five, first ten, first period over. Uh, shutout, both teams to score. Uh, overtime props. Excellent. All oh, great menu. Good job by the traders. At Bet Rivers. One correction, Broncos-Rams on Christmas is on CBS. Okay. Got that wrong.
2: So the four games that we have coming up tonight in the NHL, um, all four of the home teams are favored. The biggest favorite on the board is Edmonton at minus $2. I'm going off circus
0: prices as we speak. If I ask you, give me the road team most likely to win, would you say Tampa? Would you go go Boston? I really like Carolina in the wild. How about the the road team I'm most likely to bet? Okay. Based
2: on the number. Okay. Fair enough. Blues plus 129. Really?
0: I don't like them to win, but maybe at that yeah. number, plus 129. And I to your point, I cannot believe the price already uh, in the Washington game tomorrow. I mean, do they do they watch these games? It just goes back to uh, regular boy, season and power rating. Why that is high? Florida is 220 in game five. It could be. They should be down three one in this series.
2: And I'm seeing a five and a half in the uh, Flames Dallas game under minus one twenty. That
0: would have been a moose if that thing went over. That was one nothing in the with was seven minutes. Gone? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. In the, the third, po- then the po- the penalty that was a ridiculous call. That was a penalty shot. Come on, no way that was a, should have been a penalty shot. Uh huh. Right? But then you then you get a I think another was it a power play goal? Of course. Calgary goes up 3-0. Minnesota. Dallas gets on the board, then they pull the goalie, and then it becomes 4-1, but that is right. And the other one, the the, the Rangers, I don't care where the game is, the Rangers can't be favored against Pittsburgh tomorrow either. Because Gallant said it's going to be Chesterkin. I'm seeing $1.33 in that game. Crazy. Can't be. Good okay. action tonight, though. So, But uh, the home team's won every game in the Carolina series. Uh-huh. Good job by Cassidy going to Swayman and getting back in the series. But... You know, bring them more. they you know, you gotta stay out of the box. And he knows I don't know when we're gonna see Anderson, but Carolina's got to do a better job. Undisciplined, taking stupid penalties. And what is it? Not once, but twice. Boston had two five on three power plays and cashed in.
2: Yep. So they're now up to a dollar thirty nine this morning. Is that getting a little carried away? No. You can buy the Bruins no. right now on the take back at plus
0: one twenty seven. They had their number up until game three. So Boston did what they had to do. They saved their season. They had to get both. Uh, Carolina still has home ice. They dominated the regular season matchup. They were fantastic in the first two games. Just stay out of the penalty box. Don't do anything stupid, and I think they'll win. Expected
2: goals per 60 minutes in this series. Bruins 2.29, Hurricanes 1.76 with the expected goals. Uh, The Wild Blues, like I mentioned, tied at two-piece, as they all are. But expected goals per 60 here. The Wild 3.13. The Blues, 1.92. So they're, the expected goals for the Blues below two, and here we are tied at two apiece. Uh, the Oilers series. It's actually pretty close, all things considered. 3.66 for the Oilers. Expected goals for 60. Kings, 3.06. What's more likely to happen? The Kings plus 180 win it outright, or the Oilers minus a puck and a half plus 115 gets there.
0: Yeah, i lay the puck. Play the puck in a half, goal and a half on the puck line. So this now flips back in Edmonton. Yeah, that was a strange series, right? It's like Minnesota and St. Louis. I mean, you, you lose game one at home, and Smith uh, gives it away, and then you you run them out 6 nothing and 8-2, and then get shut out. Mm-hmm. So that makes no sense, what happened. And I give L.A. credit. They were awesome in game four, especially in the first period. Well, you asked me about
2: the NBA but, earlier. Of the four games, only the four games that we have tonight, how many of these series will go seven games? Ooh.
0: I think Blue's uh, Wild's going to go seven. I would say three. I would lean Oilers and six, and the other the other three go seven. I do like the Wild tonight, and I like the first period over. And don't forget about the third period. 15 of the last 16 third periods have gone over. How about both teams scoring the first tonight? BT- oh, that's been hot, too. Thank you. Damn it. I knew I forgot something. The BTTS has been hot. First period. That's You're getting plus 160, usually, in that uh-huh. territory. Good call by you. I think it went 4-0 and last night. Rangers, yep. Panther game, yep. Flames, of course not. Uh, Avalanche, yes. So that was Mm. three and one. All right. Those are are juicy returns. BTTS first period. Thank you.
2: And I got to be honest. Okay, so the expected goals in this Tampa Bay-Toronto game, they're pretty much dead even through 60 minutes. Unless this number gets carried away tonight. Because Tampa right now is sitting around plus 111. Toronto's minus 120 in that neighborhood. Um, I do not see an edge with those current numbers right now. Uh, I would not. I personally am not going to bet it, um, unless again Toronto somehow goes to a dollar thirty or dollar thirty-five, creating some because de- I already have the Lightning at minus one ten to win the series. That was after Game Two. Uh, that to me is just going to be something that you have to have on TV tonight and watch and maybe get involved in play. But before the game starts, right now, currently based on where the numbers at, I can't. I can't even consider it to mm-hmm. be honest. How about you?
0: Yep, good action last night too. I'll tell you that the Calgary win fifty-four shots on goal had to have that. Yeah, and they, they, they were on, on fire. Uh, even, again, even that again, series up, the, the the final few
2: minutes and that stretch in the Washington Florida game, well, awesome. it was so big because
0: again, well, but Florida uh, also dominated much of the game. I I, I think in the yeah. what did they say from the second period on? There was this long stretch there where Washington only had like six shots on goal yeah. or something.
2: And by the way, that's how you. And I know it was a one goal game, but that's how you do it with the empty netter, or with the empty net. I should say you bring on the six on five. You're down to the final three minutes of the game. And, you know, pretty obvious to make that move. But I know people would say that they were lucky to get one there and fortunate to tie it up. I would actually go back and say, how in the hell was Oshie not called for a penalty? Yep. They were, they were, that was a, Scott free. He got up Scott free for that. Put that up again, guys. So that was an unbelievable sequence.
0: The again. elbow to the jaw, no the, call.
2: He does a 180 on the ice. Huh. And then here we go, the breakaway the other way. The goal was awesome. And Kuznetsov goes and he's, you know, dancing yeah. up against the, the glass yeah. and the place is on
0: fire. That never should have happened. Yeah, 5-14. Imagine that. Imagine if they lose the game because of that. Because uh, it was very close yeah, to happening. right. And I'm glad they tied it up and then they went in overtime. But that was – I it's, can't it, believe it, it's they missed right, that call.
2: It's right in the middle of the rink. All eyes are on that exact spot in that moment, moment of time, and they don't call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what needs to happen? Yep. Again, probably 99 out of 100 times that's a penalty. The one time it wasn't was last night. Where's this
0: offense? What is going on? Uh, yeah, plenty, plenty of reason I mean, to be that, concerned that, here. Yeah, no, you you led the league in goals and point. You averaged four goals a game. Where's your offense been? <laughs> Especially when we've seen so many other high scoring games so yeah, far in the playoffs. Right, that's true too. That's fair. Any first periods over goal in the first ten? I like that wild go- first period over. I think the wild win. No confidence in Bennington. Well, what do you got for a I think little, the wild bounce back? There are there are twos out there too. Uh, shop around with that first period, but and then and then do you think the first period goes over in Toronto? I, I, do, it, I do, but it's yeah. also it's a dollar eighty over one and a half. Okay, yeah, I'm good with that. Definitely concerned about Campbell. That was rough. That's the other thing. How do these goalies bounce back? It hasn't worked out for Igor. You know, it has not. Quick bounce back. Mm-hmm. at the shutout. You know, then what happens in game five? Does Campbell bounce back? What do you what do you get out of uh, uh, Smith? Well, you said earlier that you don't trust Campbell to bounce back in this spot. Yeah, I, I was concerned what happened. That plus also the champs. That's the other thing. But also they come They've back home there, and they, that, that.
2: For what I mean, that yeah. place is going to be uh, c- completely electric tonight. It's going to be on fire. Is it? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Well, to, be, to begin behind, the game. To begin the game. Okay. Yes. If, that's if he where gives I'm up going. two quick ones, then it's going to be okay. I, see uh, you later. As I've been told, that's a corporate spectacle. I very much the is. the average the hardcore fan is priced out there. I've told this story many times. It's yeah. an unbelievable city. Yes, it is. Uh, I went there in the winter of 2015. The Leafs were no good. It was Christmas time on a Thursday during the holidays. We were lucky to get fifth-level seats. Everything else was taken up. And, oh, come on. And at that point, I think back oh. then, tickets were like 100 bucks a pop for the fifth level, yeah. which today they're probably
0: 250 and that's regular season. They fall behind tonight, the whole building. Here we go again. Everyone a playoff series and so forth. Look great in game one and game three. They yep. fall behind. It's here we go again. Yeah.
2: The other two games that we have with the first period, they're each, I'm looking at uh, over one and a half minus
0: 155. I love, I want to play uh, Carolina first period under again. But I keep losing, but I, you can't with the penalties. Every time you look up, someone's on the damn power play. That's plus 110. Well, that's, I mean, that's why this, it's
2: been so unique in this, in this postseason in 2022, which just it's a different style of hockey. All the penalties, all the high-scoring games, all the um, chances that coaches are taking.
0: Oh, they, put, they got a 6.5 up on the Florida game again. They watching these games again? What? 6.5? Yeah,
2: the offense has not it been there. It be. can't has be. The offense has not been there, no, man. No.
0: no. Nope. And the, the goaltending change has paid huge dividends, too. Sam Sonoff has been solid in the last all couple of games.
2: All right. Um, feedback on the show is uh, email, ftm at vsin.com. ftm for followthemoney at vsin.com. Twitter, at v Live at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. Uh, Up next, we will continue with the playoff uh, discussion. Uh, Going to the NBA, two other players who need to step up tonight. Things kind of flipped on each guy over the past two games. So numbers tonight, player props on the NBA, all coming up next here on v Sin.
0: Vsin, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Back on the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, so now the games that we have coming up tonight in the NBA. Before we get to the two huge games on the board, to kind of recap what took place last night, Celtics were down ten late third quarter against the Bucks to begin the fourth quarter. The Bucs were laying six and a half in-game. And that number vanished right away because the Celtics took over in that fourth quarter, and they were awesome. I mean, and that fourth yeah. quarter exploded to go over the total last night. Oh, God, tell but me about it. Horford was the best player on the court. He's 35. He's going to be 36 pretty soon. Tatum, Veteran leadership. Uh, yeah, I thought yep. Tatum was terrible until the fourth
0: quarter. Awesome. How about the scoop shot falling down? Of course, yeah. How good was that? And then he was he had a terrific fourth quarter. 25-18 end of the first quarter. Then the Celtics scored 69 second half points. Yep. Awesome. And the reason they won the game because of Horford. He goes for 30. Wow, I can't believe he still has anything in the tank and he can play at a high level. And, like
2: and right away, as soon as the game was over with, I text you DraftKings posted minus two eighty on the Celtics. Well, that came back down. Right. They're around minus two dollars. That was too high. I'm I'm they're gonna win the
0: series. I give you one pick to win the title. Who are you going with? Right now, who's winning the NBA title? Boston Celtics. I think they won the Eastern Conference last night. I think you I think you might have something there. Enormous win. And You're not getting Middleton back. Holiday has attempted 93 shots in the series. Nice player, but come yep. on. Booneholzer. Yep. Interesting tinkering with the lineups. Not going big. But the Celtics are just so. And you don't have, well, again, the injuries. No Williams You didn't last have night. Smart. You don't have Williams. That's unexpected. Still find a way to win. And now you get you steal home court back uh, now. I must say this. And I know
2: he won defensive player of the year. That's fine. He's really good on defense. This reputation that Marcus Smart has now, that he's garnered over the last two months, is so silly. All of a sudden, we think that he's Akeem Olajuwon on defense. And he's been like this player who uh-huh. deserves the, the benefit of the whistle. He's getting these this, this stupid block charges right away in the game last night. Giannis, Giannis is the two-time MVP. He won the championship last year. So you're telling me that Marcus Smart has a bigger rep, And this is all based on reputation, right, how they make these calls a lot of the times? Yep. Marcus Smart's reputation on defense is bigger than Giannis Antetokounmpo? Are we getting a little carried away with this nonsense?
0: I know. Smart's been doing that for years. A lot of it he flopping, f- The, too. the flopping. Yeah, does. Oh, yep. God, does it drive me nuts. Great job. Uh, Williams played well, too. The corner, A couple corner threes were big. White actually had What's a pulse. What's the great job? He made some corner threes. Okay. But you, you, you haven't done that early on. Remember how bad they've been from three? Yeah, that—that's—that's that's all you have to do though is look at how Boston shoots the three. And, and horrendous the, in the two losses, and yeah. then great in game two, and then uh, you got a little boost from the bench uh, yesterday. Um, but but Hor- how about Horford blowing past Freak and dunking it? I know. Great job. And uh, the, and the, the, the Bucks
2: have to get Middleton back, and I unless there's a miracle here, coming.
0: right? Yep. The other game, if you went to bed early, it was a fiasco. Oh, hold on,
2: hold on. Yep. Before we get to that game. Let's again. Horford okay. scored 30 plus points last night. The guy was amazing. This is Marcus yeah. Smart talking about the importance of Horford and how big he was in that spot last night. Man, we love Al. He's one of these, the best vet we've ever had. Best vet I've ever had. You know, he comes in and it never changes with him. You know, if things are going bad or good. He's gonna be him, and nine times out of ten, that's gonna work out in our favor. We need every last bit of it on every night we can. So it's a big, 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 big. Big and I, I mean this. It's big key, Al being with us and and he makes us that much better. Yeah, I think we're going to get Celtics, Suns or Celtics, Warriors for the NBA title. I would actually like the Celtics quite a bit against the Warriors. Celtics would kill Philadelphia, and I think would uh, have their way with Miami too. See, I'm, I'm the other way. I think I think they would handle Miami with little issues. I think the Sixers could be with with Embiid now the way that he's playing again back. Uh, I, I think he'd be too. He, he'd be know. really.
0: He'd be a handful for him. Uh, I'd have home court. I think Harden would have to wear a diaper. I think that would be rough uh, in that one. Eleven of fourteen shooting for Big Al. Huh. I thought it was career was over. He left Boston. How bad he was in Philly. Philly, yeah, it didn't work out right. And right to, to carry him and, and come all the way back. And then we were this
2: close to getting you know a game five back in Memphis, tied at two apiece. Yeah. But they couldn't hang on last night. And Jenkins is making some mistakes. And Dylan Brooks again last night. Of course, the shot that he hits is at the end of the game from like 38 feet, and uh, that covered the second half spread for him.
0: Yeah, of course. He's four of 18 up to that point, and then just throws in a meaningless three from the parking lot, well beyond the three point line, and it goes in. Of course, he does. Five of 19, three of 13, three of 18, four of 14, three of 11. That's his stretch so far. That's his playoff run. But by all means, keep shooting. Right, of course. That's so yeah. all the, about the floor you. is yours, pal. Not to mention you hurt your team by getting suspended too. That's that's a little bit on Jenkins.
2: I got to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, he also yeah. needs to pass the ball, uh, and, and Brooks also horrendous defensively. Their transition defense was so bad in the second half, and so many times where the good for them, smart where the Warriors would push the ball, and then you're, you're going off to look at the corner three, or go after a shooter. Meanwhile, they got you're just letting the guy lay it in, easy easy layup every single time, and. Anderson missed seven free throws down the stretch. He only missed one shot from the floor. He finally puts Adams in, as Coach Thorpe's been calling for, and he was great on the offensive glass and gave him some energy. I need more minutes out of
2: Melton. I need more minutes out of uh, Brandon Clark. Um, The the, the
0: 39 minutes for Dylan Brooks is just unwarranted. I know. Golden State was begging to get beat. They handed it to you, and you wouldn't take it. You had a double-digit lead in the second half. You're missing free throws. Brooks is throwing out bricks. Golden State started 0-15 from three. But, you get 70 combined fourth-quarter points, something stupid. Right. Uh, killed me in, in play. And that was uh, – and now well, now it's over now. I mean, I don't know if Jaws going to play tomorrow, but this just – God, it was right there for him. Memphis could lead this series three. As more. it
2: turned out, the 10.5 points, as I brought up yesterday, that was too many points. That was a humongous overreaction. They just – Memphis yep. – J- Jackson was over 7 from downtown. I, I don't – I do not get what Jenkins is doing in this series. I just I don't get it. He was in the running for the coach of the year. You were so good. You're the deepest team in the league. Brooks is playing 39 minutes. Make that make sense
0: to me. You can't do it? No. What do you you think about Sacramento? Mike Brown? I don't think. Mike Brown fills in. Uh, Kerr Kerr has COVID. Vomit-inducing. He's been fired three times. Uh, This is his fourth
2: chance. Think think about the the recycled coaches in sports. This guy gets another chance. And by the way, it's another guy who was with Golden State. It, the list is like
0: seven deep now. Yeah. Right. Terrible. What, right. a, what a bad organization. Nah, it's Kerr. It's not the assistants, anybody else. Yep. Dan Gilbert fired him and said he made a mistake and then brought him back and fired him after a year. So. All right. Uh, as for tonight, the first two games of the
2: series against Philadelphia, Bam Adebayo went for 24 and 23 points. MB returned. Adebayo scored nine. And as a team, the Heat scored 79. In game four, he was better 9 of 12 for 21 points. But also, Tyler Hero, first two games against Philadelphia, no beat, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 23-9 and nine in Game 2. Well, Game 3, he had 9, he was 2-9, of nine, and uh, he did bounce back a little bit in Game 4. So what are we going to get tonight back at home? Are we going to see Bam and, and Tyler Hero playing well again, like they did in the first two games at home?
0: Yes, you will. And more importantly, the supporting cast. Now, they're saying guys like Strews and Vincent go ahead and beat us, and it worked out on the road. But uh, they were fantastic. A hero, Bam, and the others in the first two games. But certainly having him beat back changes everything, and defensively. But uh, Harden, great job. He has to do it again. And if I'm Miami, I pressure him and make him work every time he has the ball and try to wear him out. What will I get out of the Philly supporting cast? But again, I live and breathe, and I know the NBA. I expect both home teams to win tonight, and I especially think Phoenix gets all the calls in the late game. But now this is incredible how this has flipped. Miami's as low as a dollar fifty to win the yep, series. Yep. After getting one to twenty and blowing them out in the first two, Butler has been awesome. But can, can Butler keep this up? But that's been the story. Philly couldn't get anything from three in the first two games. Then they found themselves at home, and then Miami was so good from the perimeter and shooting at home, and then couldn't make yep. a damn thing. You can also you cannot play Lowry; he's hurting the team. You can't put Lowry. I out would not. There. I
2: would not chance nope, that. No. Nope, Don't nope. do that. I stand corrected. Hero had 25-18 and 18 the first two games. He had 14-11 and 11, uh, since Embiid came back.
0: I want more run for depot. And you fair. mentioned it, too. Totally uh, you mentioned how bad Miami was from three in the two road games. Well, you it, got you got to do a little Duncan Robinson action right. tonight. It's the same thing. Uh, yes, he has to get on the floor. Has to. I don't care how bad he is defensively. I want to see what he can give you. It, it would, maybe he can knock down some threes. Same thing with Phoenix. Payne was one of nine in Dallas. Bridges had six points. Shamet did nothing. Uh, Johnson had six points in game three. Well, it's, These are the guys who should play well at home now. For it's Phoenix it's a
2: great point brought up by our buddy David Thorpe, who comes on every single Monday about the NBA. He's been shaking his head for weeks about Taylor Jenkins in Memphis, yeah. not using Steven Adams. He finally had to use him last night. He's like, that's who you were the entire year. Now the playoffs get here. You don't play the guy at all. Same thing with Miami. Duncan Robinson, I watch a lot of their games. I mean, the amount of open threes that that guy would knock down, and they're 14 of what, 65 in the last two games from three? He's part of your DNA for the entire year. Now Mm -hmm. you give him a one-minute
0: of run in the series? What the hell is going on? And then his agent tweets out a bunch of stuff, too, about the anniversary of this or what he did in the bubble and all. Yeah.
2: Up next, NHL. Greg Wyshynski is going to join us from ESPN. Will we start to see these scores tighten up with all four series tied at two apiece?